Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. It's Vent Break with Vanessa Dion, and every Wednesday we check our spiritual vitals, making sure we are um, just feeding ourselves, and we're coming into an atmosphere where God is moving and God is feeding. And, um, yeah, so just I just appreciate this platform and this opportunity from Elder Oliver to come and talk about God, talk about life stuff, to vent, to express myself, um, and just to pour out what God pours into me. And um, before I start, I want to pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, thank you, God, for another day. Thank you for life, health, and strength. Thank you for being amazing and wonderful and powerful. Thank you for being the same God you were today that you were yesterday and the day before and the years before. <laughs> thank you, God, for being consistent. And we can always depend on you, Lord, and lean on you for um, help, support, um, mentally, physically, emotionally, financially, whatever we need, God, you are that. You are him, and I appreciate you this morning for that, God. Um, I'm sure we all appreciate you, God, for who you are. Um, and before I ask you for anything, Lord, I pray and ask you for forgiveness. God, please forgive me for anything wrong I may have done or I have done, I know I've done, to you. Please forgive me for sins I don't even know that I committed, God. Please pour into me. Um, please water me, Lord. Allow me to, not allow me, but help me to water myself, God, so that I can um, produce fruit that look like you. Um, I pray and ask for you to um, remove me out the way this morning and for you to speak to your people, God. I pray for you to flow this morning. I pray for you to pour into me this morning. I pray for you to remove anything that I put into this message and input you, Lord. Um, I ask for you to speak through me. I pray that everybody's able to walk away with something this morning. I pray that we're all able to gain knowledge, gain understanding, gain more wisdom in the places that we need it in our life, in places we don't even know that we need it. God, I pray that you move in those areas too, those dry areas, God, that haven't been watered in a minute. God, I pray that you water those places. God, I pray that today a seed is planted in an area in our life that we need it the most. Lord, and I pray that we give our ourselves what we need in order to water that seed so that they can grow and become fruit, um, fruit of the spirit, fruit that look like you, God. I thank you um, for a wonderful segment. I thank you for a wonderful episode. I thank you for you moving in advance because I know that you will, God. I know that you can. I pray that you push this word out of me, God, this message out of me, God, so that it's able to touch whoever is listening this morning. I thank you. I love you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So, good morning, y'all. If y'all watching on the live, I'm on the radio show on this phone. So, yeah, that's that. That's why I got a phone in my hand. But, yeah, we're going to jump into our segment this morning. Y'all, I got an iPad. <laughs> I'm so happy I got an iPad. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so this morning, the first topic I want to talk about is in building our relationship with God, it may take more for you than it may take for the next person. So with that being said, the example I put, I thought about it this morning, um, my alarm that goes off in the morning, it tells me, make today a great, no, good morning, make it a great, make today a great day. That's what I need in order for me to, you know, in the morning I look at my alarm, that's encouraging for me, for me to remember God, remember to have a great day, remember to let go of whatever happened yesterday, remember to, you know, put my best foot forward this morning, remember to actually have a great day. But for some people, for the next person, it may be automatic that, like, they already wake up, like, you know what, let's get this, you know what I'm saying, let's do what we got to do. Or they wake up already in a place of, you know, that I had to work myself into 
that, but that's where I am in my walk. You get what I'm saying? That's what works for me personally in my personal life and my relationship with God and myself. So I say that to say that don't compare relationships with God. Don't compare your walk or your journey with the next. And people don't even have to, nobody even has to know that you have, example, that alarm on your phone. That's between you and you and you and God. You know, so... Whatever helps you in your walk, don't be afraid to have that relationship with God and be that open with him because that's what he's aiming for and that's what he wants. So I say that to say to, um, you know, some people may not need it, but you may do. Yeah, you know I'm saying so don't compare your walk and do what's best for your journey. And that was just an example of that. I thought about it when my alarm had went off this morning. I'm like, dang, like this really does help me like remember to make today a great day because um, I've learned to restart my days, you know, try to move with my best foot forward every single day. So with that being said, this is just a way of making sure that I do do that, you know. So um, I just wanted to push relationship with self and relationship with God with that point, you know, is to do whatever works for you in your walk. So, um, yeah. Oh, yeah, and I also put to spend time alone with God. Um, oh, wait, build a relationship with Christ and yourself. Oh, and another way that you can do that is to spend time alone with him so you can hear what does work for you. You know, when you have time to yourself, have time alone, you can actually see, okay, this works for me, this doesn't work for me. You know, okay, well, maybe I can do this because I know that I get a little anxious or I can, you know, let things dwell or whatever, whatever. Maybe I can have um, this implanted into my life to remember. You know what I'm saying? Like spending time alone can help us gain Spending time alone can help us to realize, remember, and gain knowledge on ourselves and where we can do better in our relationship with God and how is by having those times of consecration and focus on God, having those times alone with God to be like, you know what, I noticed this about myself today. You know, um, I need a little more strength in this area today. You know, I was a little, I'm a little weak in this area, but alone time is what can help that. You know, making space to hear God, making space to, um, you know, be fed and to be watered. You get what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, allow yourself to dig deeper to know what will work with your relationship with God. So, cool. That was our first point. And I want to jump into our – I wrote a quote, and it said – I found it on Instagram. I'm not going to say I wrote it. Let me not say that. I found it on Instagram. Um, somebody put, if I surrender, I'll be supported. So this is my next topic for this morning. Um, if I surrender, I will be supported. And I love this because it made me think about, you know, sometimes going, walking into the unknown with God or sometimes branching into, um, you know, relationship with God or where God is taking you, what God wants you to do, where God wants you to go. It can be unfamiliar. It can be a little, you know, rocky. It can get a little, you know, overwhelming because it's like God where are we? What are we doing? What's going on? But we have to trust that when we have total trust and full trust in God, we know that he will support us and, and up keep us keep us here, grounded. You get what I'm saying? Keep us at his palm. He has control. You get what I'm saying? He will keep control. And sometimes, you get what I'm saying, we'll have those moments of when the disciples were on the boat and it got rocky, but Jesus was asleep. You get what I'm saying? Jesus knows that everything will be all right. We'll have those moments where we can't hear God, where we can't see God or whatever, but we have to know and trust in the God that we serve, that he'll never lead us astray. He'll never leave us or forsake us. We have to know that in our spirit. And that comes from relationship with him and keep on experiencing things 
that he keeps bringing you out of. He keeps making a way out of nowhere. If he did it last time, he'll do it again. Or even being a witness in other people's life and hearing testimonies or hearing how people brought somebody else out can help you grow your relationship with him as well. But again, the quote is, if I surrender, I'll be supported. If you let go, God got you. He still has you the same way he had, you know what I'm saying? He has you regardless. So I said that to say to let go and surrender and don't be afraid. Of course, we're human. But he will bring us comfort whenever we need it. He'll give us whatever we need whenever we need it. He'll give us that when we're on that last limb or that last straw and he come through. Or whenever we get into a place of uncertainty and we're really at that place of, Lord, I need you. I need a sign. I need to know that you're here. He'll come through. You get what I'm saying? But we have to have that faith in him, that trust in him that he will. So, again, the quote is, if I surrender, I'll be supported. Let go and allow God to fill those places in your life that are needed. He will fill those places in your heart. That, that that you need him okay just be willing and be open for him to do that so i love that quote of if, if i surrender i'll be supported so that's that and then to our last topic i want to talk about today real smooth um lesson real smooth message this morning um and i want to come from i have three scriptures but only because matthew mark luke and john they're explaining the wall you know let me not overstep but they have the same stories because it's from different perspectives of the same stories i'll say that Okay, so my first scripture is coming from Matthew 4, verse 18 through 20. Matthew 4, verse 18 through 20. Like I said, this is all the same um, lesson. This is all the same um, story. It's just different perspectives. So, and I must keep studying my word to know, okay, this book is this person writing. This book is this person writing. But all I do know is that it's different perspectives on the same story. So, I don't know who wrote what, but I do know that much, okay? So, we're going to go to Matthew. Matthew 4. What was it? Matthew 4, 18 through 20. Matthew 4, 18 through 20. So, it says... I'm in NIRV, New International Reader version of the of this scripture. It says, one day Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee. There he saw two brothers, Simon Peter and his brother Andrew. Simon Peter, that's one name, like one person, and his brother Andrew. They were throwing a net into the lake because they were fishermen. Come and follow me, Jesus said. I will send you out to fish for people. At once they left their nets and followed him. Going on from there, he saw, no, I just want to stop there. One day Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee. There he saw two brothers, Simon Peter and his brother Andrew. They were throwing a net into the lake because they were fishermen. Come and follow me, Jesus said. I will send you out to fish for people. I loved when I read this because I loved when I read this that I saw relationship. Like, I saw that first Jesus approached them and how they're fishing and how he used the words, the analogy, I will send you out to fish for people. That just shows how Jesus will meet us where we're at, one. And two, he'll show and reveal himself or show and communicate through what we will understand. And that's what I love about this text in this scripture, that it screams relationship. Come and follow me. I will send you out to fish for people. They're already fishermen. You get what I'm saying? How he used their terminology for them to understand, come, I got you and I'll let you know. And I love, this is just like the short 
version of the story, and I love the full story. We're going to go to Mark 5, Mark 5, Mark 5, Mark chapter 5. What was it? Mark 5, 1 through 11. Mark 5, 1 through 11. Hold on, y'all. Okay, follow me. One is going to be quick. Like, this is the new International Reader version. It's kind of easier on the ears, I think. (laughs) So it's not going to be too drawn out. It says, one day Jesus was standing by the Sea of Galilee. The people crowded around him and listened to the word of God. Jesus saw two boats at the edge of the water. They had been left there by the fishermen who were washing their nets. He got into the boat that belonged to Simon. Jesus asked him to go go out a little way from the shore. Then he sat down in the boat and taught the people. When he finished speaking, he turned to Simon. Jesus said, go out into deep water. Let down the net so you can catch some fish. Simon answered, Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. But because you say so, I will let down the nets. When they had done so, they caught a number, a large number of fish. There were so many that the nets began to break. So they motioned to their part, yeah, they motioned to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. They came and filled both boats so that they, so full that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' knees. Go away from me, Lord. He said, I am a sinful man. He and everyone with him were amazed at the number of fish they had caught. So were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who worked with Simon. Then Jesus said to Simon, don't be afraid. From now on, you will fish for people. So they pulled their boats up from the shore, then they left everything and followed him. I love this text. We gonna, God just wanted to read everything once through, and we're going to work through. It's kind of like a little Bible study. We can have a little Bible study or whatever. So um, at the beginning where it says, um, okay, he got into the boat that belonged to Simon. Jesus asked him to go out a little way from the shore. Then he sat down in the boat and talked to people. Okay, we're going to go a little bit further. When he finished speaking, he turned to Simon. He said, turn to Simon. Jesus said, go out into the deep water, let down the net so you can, uh, let me go back. Jesus saw two large boats at the edge of the water. Point is, the point I want to make with this is about relationship also and being obedient and being a willing vessel. I think that that is a big point in this story of being willing. Because even with Jesus, he got into the boat that belonged to Simon. Jesus asked him to go out a little way from the shore. Then he sat down in the boat and taught the people. That means that Simon had to be like, all right, you know what I'm saying? Jesus telling him, you know, he got into his boat, first of all, and told him, all right, go out a little bit. Simon, all right, got you. I'll do that. Then he finished speaking. He turned to Simon. Jesus said, go out into the deep water, let down the net so that you can catch some fish. Simon answered, Master, we worked hard all night. We haven't caught anything. But because you say so, I will let down the net. You get what I'm saying? Like, that, that showed a willing vessel of Lord. It hasn't worked out in the past. God, uh, we just did this and I didn't catch anything. I've been working all night. I've been doing this and that. Instead of saying, you know, leaving it there at I've been working hard already and I didn't catch anything. He more so came from a place of I haven't caught anything, but because you said I should do this, I'm going to just go ahead and do it. And sometimes that's where we have to find ourselves too is that, Lord, I don't know how this is going to work out. Lord, is kind of looking a little shaky. Lord, is looking a little rocky. I don't know how 
this is going to work the way that you're telling me to do this. But, Lord, if you say I should, I will. If you say I should go, I'll go. If you say speak, I'll speak. You know, I don't know how I'm going to push this or execute this. I don't know how I'm going to blase, blase. But, Lord, if you say I should, if you say, to, if you tell me to, I'll do it. That's what I think is, is very important in this story of being a willing vessel. And that's what God wants. That's what Jesus wanted was willing vessels. And I love the part, of course, in the middle place where, um, you know, when they had done so, they caught a large number of fish. You know, blah, blah, blah. They, they, I feel like the reason, one reason why... It was, you know, they caught a large number and, and that it ended up working out is because uh, Jesus, you know, when we pray a prayer, Lord, please reveal yourself to me. And he does, you know, Lord, please show me who you are. And, you know, he, he will, he will show himself to us. And I think that this is an example of that, of, you know, working with them where they're at. You know, they ha he's giving them a reason to have faith. He's giving them a reason to believe. You get what I'm saying? In their own strength, in their own power, when they tried it on their own, they didn't catch anything. When they had Jesus, and Jesus told them to do it, and they had Jesus in the boat, when they had Jesus' power, you know what I'm saying, Jesus in the atmosphere, in the realm, now it's just so many fish in the sea. Where were these fish at? You know what I'm saying? I was just fishing in the same sea, want no fish, and now all these fish want to come over here because Jesus is here. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying that to say that, you know, Jesus will meet us where we're at. If we need a reason to, if we need a sign, a wonder, a wonder, if we need something to happen, you know, pray a prayer of, Lord, please show yourself to me. Reveal yourself to me. Lord, I need a little more faith. Lord, I need a little bit more reason. Whatever you need, allow him, and then allow him the room and the space to show up and do it. This wouldn't have happened if he didn't let Jesus in the boat. This wouldn't have happened if he didn't allow Jesus to even come in. He was like, uh, no, I'm finna, I'm cleaning my nets. I'm finna get out of here. I'm finna go being in a rush. You know what I'm saying? Be, you know what I'm saying? Create space for Jesus to come in into your life. You get what I'm saying? Create an atmosphere for him to, to, to be there. You get what I'm saying? So he was able, able to had opportunity to reveal himself to them. You get what I'm saying? And to keep going off of that. Um, when Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' knees, go away from me. Once he's seen all the fish, he's seen the abundance, he's seen the overflow, he's like, Lord, please go away from me. I'm a sinful man. I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner, Lord. I'm unclean. Please go away from me. It's like he felt undeserving. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Lord, I'm a sinful man. I'm dirty. And G, he said, okay, I'm a sinful man. He and everyone else were amazed with the number of fish they caught. He's so amazed, so at, at shock. I'm sinful, Lord, please, please. So, okay, blah, 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 blah. And then Jesus said to Simon, don't be afraid. From now on, you'll be fisher. You, you will fish for people. So they pulled their boats on the shore. They left everything and followed him. Jesus didn't say, you right, you nasty, you dirty. I don't want you on my team. Jesus ain't be like, yeah, you right, um, blah, 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 yeah, you just did do this last week. You know what? I don't want nothing to do with you. That's not what Jesus said. He said, don't be afraid. From now on, you'll be fish. You will fish for people. You will fish for souls. You on my team. You're going to be a part of what I got going on. Don't be, don't worry about all of that. Don't, I, didn't, I didn't ask you to worry about all of that. Just come and follow me and I got you. 
And I love that. It says, so they pulled their boats up on shore and they left everything and followed him, surrendering. Back to the, the comment of surrendering. You know what I'm saying? And being supported. Jesus got them. Remember your, remember your reason as to why you believed in the first place. Remember how he showed you who he was at first. And it's nothing wrong with praying, asking for a little reassurance. But it, it, God has done something in your life that you can look back on and be like, Lord, thank you for this. You know, thank you that you, you made a way out of no way. I remember when you did this for me and try to hold on to that same faith. Try to hold on to that same, you know, that same belief, that same reason he gave you in the beginning. Try to hold on to that same reason as to why you believe today. You know what I'm saying? And, um, yeah, the ending just talks about basically sacrifice. Then they left everything and followed him. And I do want to hit on another um, example uh, uh, hold on. Let me see my notes. I need to go back to my notes. Whatever he tells you to drop, you have to be willing to. Oh, how he told them to drop their nets and follow me. Drop what you're doing. Drop this and come follow me. You know, be um being in a place of being willing. You know, because they easily could have been okay with what they were doing. They could have been easily just living their life, doing it as they, you know, as they were. But you have to be willing, willing to follow Christ. And what if he does tell you to drop your pride, you know, let me in. Drop that wall. Let me into your life. You get what I'm saying? Drop your plan and how you want your way to go and give me the key. You know, give me control. Give me some power. Give me a, a little a little way in to, to move in, in your life. You know what I'm saying? To make those way out of no ways. Let go of control and follow me. You know, let go of your way and how you think do things and follow me. You get what I'm saying? But the point is that I want to put on that is to be a willing vessel. Not to be perfect, just to be willing. Because he literally admitted, I, I'm not, Lord, I'm a sinner. Lord, I'm, a, I'm dirty. And Jesus still said, okay, don't worry about that. You're going to be a fisher of men. You're going to be a fisher for souls for me still, as you are. So it's a matter of being willing and not perfect. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah, and like I said, I want to reference another scripture. Where did it come from? Was I in John or Mark? I think I was in John. I think I was in John. Uh, do I want to reference this? Uh, this is another story of, of of God choosing his disciples. This is Philip and Nathaniel. Um, Jesus saw Nathaniel approaching. Here is what Jesus said about him. He is a true Israelite. Nothing about him is false. Nathaniel asked, how do you know me? Jesus answered, I saw you while you were under the fig tree. I saw you were there before Philip called you. Nathaniel replied, Rabbi, you are the son of God. You are the son of, you are the king of Israel. Jesus said, you believe, you believe because I told you I saw you under the fig tree. You will see greater things than that. What I love about this is that Jesus says, you believe me because I told you that you were under the fig tree. He knew what he needed, he knew what, who was this, Nathaniel? He knew what Nathaniel needed to hear in order to believe, and he said just that. Literally, it wasn't a back and forth. Jesus said, oh, I saw you under the fig tree. And right, and Nathaniel said, hold on, you are the son of God. You get what I'm saying? And Jesus' next response was, you believe because I told you I saw you. Now you will see even greater things. I love how this screams relationship as well. Jesus knows us. He knows what will get, what will bring us in. He knows what will, what works for us. He knows. So with that being said, build a relationship with him. Allow him in. Give him space and room to show. Give him space and room to reveal himself. You get what I'm saying? Um, and don't be so busy to where you can't even see it, you know? So, um, yeah. 
that's our segment for this morning, y'all. Um, I pray that we soak in self-love and awareness. I pray that we make today a great day. Um, I pray that we be good, do good, uh, spread good. <laughs> so, yeah, um, make today a great day. <laughs>